You're listening to the Afro Chi Podcast, a show for my fellow Black female energy healers and the everyday woman who wants to heal her energy in a creative and holistic way. You'll hear from Black female healers who share their knowledge, gifts, and experiences and enlighten you on how to tap into your powerful Black energy to get the results you need to live an energetically free life. If you're ready to become unstuck, find freedom and peace energetically, stay tuned. I'm your host, Kiara Flipping. All right, y'all, I am coming out the gate playing no games. This topic is one that I really felt like should be covered first because I don't want any of my queens missing out on some very insightful information provided on this podcast. And also, I don't want you guys to miss out on any offerings that our guests have for you. The biggest, I feel, misconception with energy work is that some people feel it jeopardizes their Christian faith. Our guest today is someone who is near and dear to my heart, and I am so honored to have her today to discuss her journey as a Christian woman who is also deeply connected to the power of energy healing. She is the owner of Shabbat Yoga and Wellness and offers yoga, Reiki, Thai yoga massage, guided meditations, sound baths, purpose and vision coaching, yoga retreats, yoga teacher training, and Reiki training. You can find more information about our guests on social media at Shabak Yoga and online at shabakyoga.com. Okay, y'all, I'm so ready to get this conversation started with the owner of Shabak Yoga and Wellness, Courtney. How are you today? I am awesome. Awesome. Glad to be here. Yes, I'm so glad to have you. Um, As mentioned in your introduction, this is the first episode and I'm really wanted this to be the first episode because I feel like it's just a big misconception that to be, you know, an energy healer or to be a client um, receiving energy work, that it jeopardizes your faith. And when I personally found your practice, I just always felt at home and I always felt comfortable and I thought it was just so unique. Um, Just how you are a Christian just freely living (laughs) your truth. So I just want to get started. Can you tell us a little bit about Shabak Yoga Studio and what led you to create this space? Wow. Wow. So first, thank you for the honor of being um, one of your first guests. I'm excited about what God has in store for you. It's been a joy to watch your evolution. And Mm. I'm just, I'm just grateful (laughs) to have a seat at the table and watch you bloom and and grow. So thank you. Um, So Shabak, Shabak Yoga. um, I created the space because um, as a Christian yoga practitioner, Mm -hmm. it was um, tricky for me to find a space to practice yoga um, and not feel, um, not threatened is the wrong word, but out of place because of the images or the icons that were used to decorate the space um, mm-hmm. in various yoga studios. So, um, so, so I, I was searching to create, I was looking to create a space where people who had concerns similar to mine about yoga and Christianity and how the two could coexist. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I needed that space to exist. And, um, and 
you know, God said, well, why don't you create it? Mm-hmm. And I was in a space um, in my life where I was at the cusp of um, losing myself, mm-hmm. um, you know, working a job that paid well, but that was depleting me on every level. Mm-hmm. Um, and my yoga practice was growing and growing and growing. So long story short, um, I left my corporate job. I um, found a space to create what God led me to a space to create Shabak yoga. And, Mm -hmm. you know, here's where we are today in this moment. Nice. Nice. So could you talk to us a little bit about like why you chose the name and the logo for the studio? Thank you. Thank you for bringing me back to that here. So the name, it's funny. So I have a very consistent journal practice. Mm -hmm. And so when I was journaling about, you know, how I wasn't happy in the corporate space. I said, it's funny to look back on that particular journal entry and say, and and look that I had written down, I don't know what's next, but I have a feeling that yoga has something to do with it. Mm. So, and then, you know, names just kept dropping into my spirit. And so I would just, you know, you know, just stream of consciousness, right? Whatever I woke up with top of mind. And Mm -hmm. there were a few names that came and then Shabak Yoga one day, you know, God just led me to highlight that. So of all the names I wrote down, there might've been seven names. Mm -hmm. um, Shabak yoga was the one that, that really resonated for me. And so I highlighted, I highlighted Shabak and then I went into my, into the word and, you know, to what does Shabak mean? Like I was familiar with the popular gospel song Shabak Mm -hmm. by Byron Cage. And, um, and Shabak literally means to exclaim or to make a loud noise in praise. And, um, and that, that was just the name that God gave for the space. And it needed to be that because mm-hmm. I didn't want it to be something like, you know, feel good yoga or breathe through it yoga because I wanted Shabbat to be a beacon for Christian practitioners. Mm. Now the space is for everyone. Everyone is welcome here at Shabbat, but I really wanted to be intentional about the person like me who in the beginning of my yoga journey almost 13 years ago was afraid to go into a space because I wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. I wanted people to be sure about Shabak. So there's the name. And then the logo is, um, it's a fusion of the cross and Om. Mm -hmm. And and it's funny how people will see Om sometimes, but they miss the cross Mm -hmm. or they'll see the cross and they miss Om. But I was very intentional about marrying the two because again, I wanted a Christian practitioner to understand that yes, you can be both saged and saved. Yeah, um, yeah. And, yeah, and for me, my understanding om om was the sound that that hum that existed in the space that was the universe before God said, Let there be light. Mm. So connecting the two was just, you know, it was just divine it was you know it was God's way of again beaconing to Christians you can come into this space yeah and then right under the ohm there's like a little um wave mm-hmm. and that little wave symbolizes stepping into the river because when we want to get you know when we want to get closer to the deeper things of God we got to get off the shore and we got to really get in and get wet I mean like up to mm-hmm. your nose where you're afraid you might not be able to breathe wet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's how they are that's how the logo and the name came to be I love it. You seem like you were very intentional when all creating the, the space, the name, the logo. I love all it. All the way open. Yes. Hey, queens. Isn't this such a great episode? Be sure to check out the Afro Chi Healers Directory, where you can find healers in your area offering similar services to the guests on today's podcast. If you are a healer, please be sure to join the directory so that Black women can locate your healing services and offerings. To join and view the directory, please visit afroqi.com. 
com. Okay, let's jump back into this episode. Yeah. Could you yes. talk to us a little bit about just like your own personal journey and just your experience as a Black woman, as a Black Christian woman, and also one who practices yoga and also other energy healing? I mean, you you do it all. Reiki, Thai yoga, <laughs> got a meditation, sound bath, purpose and vision coaching, retreats. Like, yes, you do it all. Like, could you talk a bit about like being a black Christian woman just engaged in all of these different energy healing practices? Yeah, happily. I tell you, Kira, I've been fortunate because when I hear people say to me that they've gotten to like knock down, drag them out, you know, discussions with Christians and yoga, I'm like, really? And I keep saying, you know, I would welcome that debate. I would welcome that chance. And I'm like, guys, like, be careful what you wish for. But seriously, <laughs> I think, you know, with me, I know I'm very grounded in my faith. And like, mm-hmm. you know, God for me is like, He's not, you know, this God who is someone far and above, you know, in the heavens who I can't, can, he is daddy. He is like, I need to have a conversation with you, God. I need you to show me this, that, and the third, mm-hmm. right? And so because my relationship with God is very personal, when it comes to things like Reiki, I even use decks, right? Card decks, mm-hmm. which freaks mm-hmm. some of my Christian friends out, yeah. right? And my response to them is that if, if I'm not supposed to have it or use it, what I say to God is, make me uncomfortable with it. Make mm-hmm. me not comfortable with this thing, right? And okay. nothing that I have engaged in, Reiki and you know, dealing with the chakras and crystals and gemstones and all that, God has, nothing has been made unavailable to me. Nothing. Okay. And, okay. And, I've always, um, and I've always been given revelation on how to use it mm-hmm. as a Christian. Mm-hmm. and make it accessible because we walk around Christians, especially hurting, you know, yeah. we're giving everything to Jesus and that's good. I mean, that is my belief system too, but I also believe God helps those who help themselves. Mm. And we have all of these, you know, modalities available to us and we're afraid to touch them. Why? Because who said we can't? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for the real, you know, not real. I mean, if you're, you're so Christian, you can't practice yoga, you're afraid of Reiki, get in the word, right? Mm. You can see how Jesus touched, he healed with touch. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, the, the woman with the issue of blood just came nigh him, touched his garment and was healed. Mm. So I, I don't say, you know, it is the Jesus working through me that enables me to be a Reiki practitioner. I, I love believe it. I can tap into God's source energy mm. in everything I do. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm comfortable in the space. I mean, Carol, even talking to you right now, yeah. you know, Reiki practitioner, Reiki practitioner, mm-hmm. I can feel the energy. I'm like yeah. tingling and vibrating all over. Yeah. And that's how I know. That, that's literally, I feel like that's God's like, you know, soothing He's like, yeah, aura. girl, tell him. Right, tell exactly. Em. He's like, yeah, <laughs> set my people free. Yeah. for lack of knowledge. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? And, that, and I, I'm glad you said that lack of knowledge. I feel like when people hear something or see something, if they're not familiar with it, it's just like, uh-uh, nope, not, not. Right. It's like, with no further fine. exploration. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And <laughs> that was almost there. me. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for, you know, training for this marathon, wanting to run it, going to a yoga studio that, you know, was Buddhist apparently in their path because that's how they represented their area. I respect mm-hmm. all paths, right? Mm-hmm. But walking into this path, into the studio, there was a huge Ganesh on the wall, you know, statues of Buddha in the space. Fine. I'm okay with that because I know who I am and whose I am. I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But coming out of Shavasana, I mean, I did go in with a little apprehension, right? Because yeah, people were like, yeah. oh, yoga's going to be a threat, blah, blah. And, you know, and then seeing all this imagery, I was like, oh, God. So I prayed, <laughs> you know, I asked God to cover me going in. And then when I came out of Shavasana, that last pose, Kiera, the peace that consumed mm. me, I was like, aha, I cannot have other Christians miss this. I cannot. Yeah, yeah. I cannot. 
That is beautiful. So, have you personally, like, have you ever received any backlash from Christian friends or family members? Has anybody ever, like, personally said anything about your practice? I haven't. And the thing is, though, people will say things to other people, and people uh-huh. will come running to me like, Courtney, this person said <laughs> this or that, right? And I'm just like, defend yourself, defend mm-hmm. your practice. But here's my thing with that, too, Kira. I don't defend I educate. So there I always tell people, you know, like, I would love to dialogue with you, but you know, and I, 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 I guess God will test me eventually. He's going to send the one. I'm sure he will maybe right after this podcast. In fact. But, um, but I'm ready because I think, you know, the key to my being comfortable in all these spaces is being rooted and grounded in the fact that I am my daddy's daughter. Like mm-hmm. I'm covered by the blood so I can go into these spaces mm-hmm. and I want to bring others who are hurting and seeking and searching. I want to bring them forward into it too. I love it. So yeah. it sounds like there's a merge. Cause I was going to ask you like when you're practicing yoga or Reiki or sound baths or anything, like do you try to separate the modality from God, like, or do you combine them? Like, how do you, how do you integrate? Yeah, I fuse it all in. It's interesting because, you know, with Reiki, um, a lot of practitioners will start their service by, you know, um, reciting the five Reiki principles, right? Mm -hmm. And that is a part of my process, but I always start with prayer in anything Mm -hmm. that I do. Mm -hmm. And and there've been times where I'm like, you know, really, God, should I open this with prayer? And I feel like God's saying, if you're doubting that, then maybe you're out of order because okay. I create, I had you create this space for that. I don't think people come to Shabbat um, without the understanding of who I am and what Shabbat is about, because I've been very bold about putting God first. Mm-hmm. Cause whenever I get mealy mouthed about God, that challenges my aura and my energetic self. And I know yeah. I'm out of order. I can't like whisper God in this space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have a time like, you know, maybe you're giving them too much God. And I'm like, well, that's okay. They can make that decision. If you're giving them too much God, there's yoga studios, uh, a kabillion of them, right? Uh-huh. So I, but you know, my path is that. And again, everybody is welcome, but you're going to get a heavy dose of Jesus in Shabbat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think you make yeah. it clear. I mean, in the name and the logo, like there's no confusion when you step into no the confusion, space. Right. And there's, and there's no judgment. I, think that people who come into this space because they see the the name of the studio you know they see the logo I think they understand what it's about and they're searching and I'm still searching you know Mm -hmm. even though I know very much who I am I'm still searching for other ways to connect with God because it's beyond what we experience in church on Sunday yeah I mean like yoga for me it's it's worship I mean when I catch myself in the midst of a flow and I'm no longer thinking no longer worrying I'm following the breath you know that that for me is communion with God I'm in his space mm-hmm. at that moment, mm-hmm. you know? I love it. What, what would you say to the Black Christian woman that is listening right now who wants to practice things like yoga or maybe use sage or use yeah. crystals, but they feel like it goes against their Christianity? Like, what would you say to her? Sis, you know, it's like, if you look back in the word, incense was always present. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they always ushered in the spirit. They mm-hmm. cleanse the temples with incense, right? So if you're not comfortable with sage, mm-hmm. incense, right? But know this about sage. My scripture for sage is that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So sage comes from the earth. Mm-hmm. Everything is intent, you know, and I, and I understand how sage has been used in different ways in different circles. Mm-hmm. So for the woman who's struggling, the sister who's like, can I, what is your intention? If okay. you are using sage to cleanse self, 
purify the home, the heart, the mind, mm -hmm. that's the intention you've set. Mm -hmm. You know, hold your sage before God, pray mm -hmm. over it, and then get to work. Get out of your own way. You know, my cousin had a, um, a coworker who was going through a divorce, a messy, contentious divorce, right? Mm -hmm. And she calls me one day and says, you know, I know this sister is going through this. And she's like, but she's walking around here with so much peace. And so I asked her, you know, what, what have you been doing? And she said, her coworker said, you know, I've been saging myself. Uh. I've been saying, you know, and, I, and so she called, so Courtney, is it okay? Quiche. To my cousin, you mm -hmm. just told me that you have watched this woman walk around in peace, mm. despite all hell breaking out in her loop, in her life. You've yeah. seen the peace in her, you know, in her walk, and you're asking me, "Is this okay? Mm. Come on now." Yeah, yeah. God, you know, peace for me is synonymous with God's love, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to feel at peace if I'm using a tool that goes against God's word. Yeah. So again, it's like, let's stop intellectualizing it. You know, let's stop letting <laughs> other people define what's right for us and, and use your own eyes and look and, yeah. and judge for yourself and mm -hmm. see how you feel. You know, yeah. I know in some of my conversations with women, they'll feel like, like, you know, I really want to do this thing, but they're so worried about what other people may say. Well, what my mama going to say? Well, what pastor going to say? Well, what yes. this person is like? Girl, if you don't just come get your healing. How about that? Get your healing. <laughs> stop get worrying healing. about what folks are going to think. But, you know, we're human. And I guess that does come into play. Like, what, what will my family think of me if they hear Let that? Let them see your walk. You know, let after Bible see. study, I'm going to yoga. Like, what hey. And then let them see you next week. When you went to Bible study, you went to yoga, you got your Reiki, you got your chakras balanced, all that. And then let them see you and be like, wow, so-and-so is here. I've never seen her walk around in such peace. Mm -hmm. Let them see. Yeah. Let them see. I guarantee you they will see the shift in you. As long as you're open and just, you know, we as grown women can't live our lives to please others. We just Absolutely. cannot. Absolutely. We're always going to be, you know, changing to fit somebody else's expectation and, and, and still broken. I mm -hmm. refuse to be that, that woman. Mm -hmm. And I want to help, you know, any sister who feels like I need something more. I need to reach God or have a, an experience with God on a different level. Mm -hmm. I would love to dialogue with you, to hold space with you, with you and help you over the hump. Yeah. So that you could get the healing and live the life that you were created to live. Yes, I love this. I love this. And for those listening who want to connect with Courtney, please follow her on social media at Shabak Yoga and also on her website at shabakyoga.com. Um, she has some awesome, and I do want to ask you one more thing. She has some <laughs> awesome trainings coming up. Um, yes. Gospel Yoga Flow Teacher Training in April of this year of 2020 and also a yoga teacher training um, in July of this year. So Courtney, really quick before we wrap up, I cannot end this podcast without having you share gospel yoga flow. Like, yes, that, that <laughs> is what God gave me right after my first, for, first, you know, time on the mat as the only black woman in the space. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, and crying, you know, you try, I'm, so I'm trying to represent, right. I'm like, okay, keep it together. Like no sobbing. Like, can't you cry quiet and pretty, but no, I am <laughs> sobbing. Right. I'm just like, cause I just felt this incredible move of God. And then that's when I, you know, was given gospel yoga flow and to be able to share yoga through the gospel and mm -hmm. take out all of the things that people don't understand. It's a matter of demystifying it, demystifying mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. and making it available to the Christian practitioner. And with that training, you don't have to, you know, 
you don't have to want to be a yoga teacher. It's great for the person who is like, how can I practice yoga as a Christian? Because mm -hmm. it is going to open it up for you. So you can mm -hmm. understand, you know, what does it all mean? What does, how can I chant as a Christian? What do these poses mean? Um, nice. Yeah, it's for anyone who wants to deepen their practice. And if you decide, yes, I do want to become a yoga teacher, train um, teacher and teach gospel yoga flow, that's great too. But the primary reason for that training is so to deepen people's understanding of yoga and how Christians can practice yoga. I love it. So just to make sure we're clear, y'all, Courtney is the founder of this. Like she made <laughs> gospel yeah, yoga God. flow. Like that is hers. Like she made that. So for any yoga um, instructors that are listening who want to learn gospel yoga flow to be able to then take it to your yoga studio and, and be take able it to, to your church and take yeah, it everywhere. Yes. Absolutely. So guys, please connect with Courtney at Shabak Yoga at shabakyoga.com um, to check out all the amazing work that she is doing. Connect with her on some purpose and vision coaching. Um, I'm just going to throw this out there. She is a future therapist. Yeah, she's already Thank doing you. coaching and Thank healing you. already. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Absolutely. So is there anything that you wanted to add at Anything that maybe I didn't ask or didn't go over. I felt like we covered so much. Um, we got so much juicy content and I, I just feel in my heart and my spirit that we just freed some women that Thank have God. just been on the cusp of wanting to heal so much That's on it. a deep level and has just been so fearful and just in the unknown of, is this going to jeopardize my faith? And I'm just so thankful having you on to just free up so many women so they can move forward to getting the healing that they need yay god yay god come yeah. forth sisters don't walk yeah. around broken your birthright is to be whole absolutely all right courtney thank you so much i really thank enjoyed you. this conversation thank, thank you thank you, you. Kira. thank you Thanks for joining us this week on the Afro Chi Podcast. Be sure to visit our website at afroqi.com and on all social media platforms at The Afro QI. Subscribe to this podcast now so you never miss a show.